Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is a community spotlight episode of Pod People's Podcast for people who make podcasts. I'm Tyler Green, the host and head of community here at Pod People. You may have noticed that this episode is slightly different than our usual community spotlight episodes, where we feature individual community members and talk about their stories, their careers, etc. This time, we're featuring a virtual event that we hosted earlier this year. Our guests at that event had such good advice that we needed to make sure that everyone heard it, especially if you weren't able to attend. And just so you know, we are now hosting events every month for our community, which you can find out about by becoming a community member. To do that, go to podpeople.com slash join and fill out our brief survey. Then we'll follow up with a bunch of information for you, including an invitation to the Pod People Circle, which is our new discussion platform where you will find out about events like the one you're about to hear. As we were looking to do a virtual event, we thought about the kind of content that we wanted and what was most important for people right now in this moment. And the word boundaries kept coming up. So this event was called Drawing the Line, Learning to Set Boundaries, Negotiate Contracts, and Prevent Burnout. And this event... It delivered. Our guests included Matt Sav, who is the incredible head of production here at Pod People, also the hilarious and truthful veteran broadcaster Sam Walker. Side note, if you haven't listened to her Community Spotlight episode, highly recommend that you do that. Go check in the feed for Sam Walker. And then there was Justin Pierre. Justin is on Clubhouse. He's a podcaster, a podcast launch advisor, a recording artist, and most importantly, he is a freelancer who knows how to set a boundary. And just a quick note, if you did attend this event, I wanted to say thank you so much. It was amazing to see all of your faces in person and to get sort of behind the email addresses there for a minute. So, so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you who didn't today, this is the highlights, the gems, the top quality pieces of advice. It's not the full event. We've tried to make it digestible for you. So hopefully you can enjoy all of the amazing bits and pieces that we have compiled for you. So we're going to start out with Matt Sav, our head of production, who is going to go through the process of using your contract specifically to set healthy boundaries. I think that I was at a disadvantage because I started out at a large company where boundaries were set for me. So cue me going freelance, falling from grace, doing a lot of scratch napkin arrangements, uh, and learning the hard way that You really have to set great boundaries at the top of a project to avoid fumbles later on. You know, over the years, I've improved that. And then coming into this role as head of production at Pod People, we're now staffing dozens of people every month. So I really pride myself in the work that we've done to create really clear parameters around knowing people's responsibilities, knowing the time it takes to get stuff done, and creating really clear boundaries with the clients so that everyone's getting fairly paid for their work. So in practice, how does this work? It starts with knowing your worth. So that's understanding your skill set. I am a producer. I am an AP. I am an editor slash engineer slash sound designer. Know what you are. Understand the marketplace and rate ranges for that work. There's a lot of incredible resources available online. I will say also, pod people, it's coming down the line that we're going to be sharing the rates that after staffing hundreds of projects, we've seen that have been kind of the the good rate ranges for work. 
it's also understanding, you know, where you're at in your career to set your rate range. So am I new to this and willing to take something lower? Am I, you know, more seasoned and finally coming to my own? And I'm going to be really firm about this range. The next big thing is when you're engaging with the client and you're going to negotiate for a project, you've got to know your responsibilities. So this is breaking it down seriously into every single step. Even if you're not discussing it all with them, on the back end, you have to know everything that you're doing. Basically, you know, you've got to frame everything in terms of the value that it creates for you and the client. So by being really clear about this, we can move forward with ease, you know, and understanding where the responsibilities fall amongst our team or amongst you, the client, and myself. And so then you're going to take up all this time for each of those steps, and you've got to make sure as you calculate your rate, which will go in the contract, that your rate per hour and the tasks needed kind of add up so that if it's an episodic rate, if it's a weekly rate, if it's a day rate, or if it's a salary, you're getting paid what you're worth. The next thing is to know the schedule of deliverables. So you've broken down everything into really clear deliverables, and it should be clear who owns each deliverable. This is particularly relevant for producers who might be putting together their own projects for clients, but also if you're an editor, making sure that the producer or project manager who's putting this project together is really clear about the schedule of deliverables. What are the steps? Who's owning them? When do they need to get done? And the important thing here is to specify the number of business days agreed upon to complete any deliverable. So that is the number of days between receiving all the required info assets for you to do your step of the process and how many days you have to deliver it. If you're the one creating and managing this production schedule, then know that you're doing project management and make sure that's in your responsibilities. You'll want to set protections. So make sure to build into your contracts overage fees, which would be additional fees for work that's not in the scope of work. Build in rush fees so that if you're within that timetable and they're saying, well, you know, oh, we've got to get this done in two days. Well, the scope of work says I have three days for a deliverable. So that's going to be a 20% rush fee. If you're put on pause, work a retainer into the contract. If the project gets unexpectedly ended, make sure you have a kill fee in there. In terms of credits, this is also something at the top of the project you'll want to work in how you're being credited. So the takeaway here is that you can never underestimate the power of having these things set at the top of projects and getting them in writing. So make sure, again, to discuss at the top of a project and include your rate at a fair rate, list of responsibilities, schedule of deliverables, and any additional protections that you need built in, overage fees, rush fees, retainer, kill fee, what are your credits? And the very last thing I'll leave you with, a good analogy about boundaries, is that uh, a different kind of boundary being set here is you can see the way that I frame my camera and the lines around me create good boundaries around my professional self and the work and how I'm speaking to you. But outside of frame, you can't see that I'm in sweatpants. So I will say that by setting good boundaries, you can allow yourself to both succeed in your professional life and also be totally relaxed and feel great outside of that. Those are some incredibly important words that when put into action can result in some really powerful and transformative working boundaries and relationships. So to review, number one, Know your worth and your responsibilities going into a contract. Number two, understand the production schedule and set clear expectations about deliverable deadlines and who is responsible for what. Oh my God, so important and so often forgotten. Please do this. And three, build protections into your contract. 
Think of all of this as a little gift for future you from present you. And thank you as always, Matt Sav. You are amazing. Next up, we have Sam Walker, who delivers some fantastic advice about understanding your worth and learning how to choose your battles in a contract negotiation. I think certainly with the industry that we've chosen to work in, quite often we're told, oh, there's a lot of people who want to do what you want to do. You're very lucky to have that job. You're very lucky to have been chosen. Yeah, yeah, let's not take that because actually anyone that we work with is lucky to have us working for them. So let's really, really know our worth. Matt talked a lot about knowing your worth there. And I think a super important thing to remember, whatever your level of experience, whatever you set as your hourly rate, your project rate, your day rate, your full-time rate, whatever it might be, it is not the mere hours that you are sitting in front of your computer or behind your microphone. It is the days and weeks and years and months that you have of experience that is going into that time. It is your whole knowledge and career life that you are sharing. Talk to your peers, talk to your networks. Your network is your most powerful tool to share your concerns, your mistakes, your victories, whatever they might be with the people around you, because that's what all makes us stronger. You know, sometimes we can feel like we're in competition with people like us around us. We shouldn't have that mindset because yes, we might not get a job because somebody else gets that job. That doesn't mean we're in competition with them because actually if we can all share our knowledge, we can make this a much, much better industry to work within. And that's one incredible thing that Pod People is doing. Also, I would say about knowing your worth, you will have a superpower, whatever it might be. Know your superpower and make sure everyone else knows that superpower because that is the thing that you can become really well known for. And that is the thing, actually, bluntly, you can charge for. I would say as well, when you are talking about, or you're in the early stages of negotiation, trust your gut. Trust your gut when it comes to who you are choosing to work with. We need to choose our clients and our co-workers based on shared values, not just the pay. Now, that sounds very privileged thing to say, okay? That, well, don't take a job if you don't feel it. We have bills to pay. And absolutely, I have taken on roles in the past, especially when starting out and wanting to get experience and, you know, money, um, where I thought, do you know what? I'm not, I'm not really feeling how they're approaching this project. I don't feel that they share the values that I feel around, around something, and if your gut tells you that, it's generally right. But ask a lot of questions up front. Find out people's values. Find out people's purposes and why they're doing this and choose wisely. Because if you get it wrong or you don't have a choice and you take it on because you do need to money and you do need to work, just learn from that. Really try and think carefully about the sort of sort of work you want to do in the sort of organizations you want to work with. Lay down the ground rules. And much like Matt said, be really smart though. Don't be inflexible. Let clients know though what workflow suits you. Sometimes it can get down to things like, do you prefer working in Dropbox or G Drive? Because actually it can be quite an easy thing to suddenly find yourself with loads of subscriptions to loads of different platforms that you know you might not use or be particularly skilled at using. So just be smart. Ask up front. Factor in those costs to all those different subscription models and platforms if you need to. Always let clients know how long you will take to respond. Make sure that upfront you, you actually lay down when you are going to be available. Are you happy to be contacted at weekends? Maybe you are. I would say though as well, choose your battles. Sometimes you got to let something go. If you are on take number 134 and your host is still just a little bit off mic, 
let it go. Do your best whenever you can, but work with that and really encourage them moving forward. And don't be afraid to say yes. Saying yes is really, really powerful. And you don't need to know everything at the start. Again, trust your network, trust your peers, ask questions, be vulnerable, say, I need some help. What's a STEM again? How do I get this from one door to another? Ask those questions. But yeah, say yes. And don't feel you need all the answers all the time because none of us have them. Know your superpower. If you remember the very first episode of this very podcast, we had the team of pod people introduce themselves and tell you their superpower, which is because that is so important. What is your gift? How else can you advocate for yourself if you can't tell someone what you know you're already great at? Amazing, amazing advice. Thank you so much, Sam Walker, for joining us and sharing your experiences as always. And lastly, we are going to now hear from Justin Pierre, who is about to drop some knowledge about drawing that line. I must confess, being a freelancer is amazing. You always have options, you always have flexibility, and you're always in demand. No matter what you do or where you live, somebody somewhere always needs your expertise or skills for a particular project. But amidst all the options that we do have, one of the options that you cannot afford not to choose is using boundaries to implement self-care as you work as a freelancer. So, Boundaries create an avenue for self-care, and I've learned that without boundaries, you will burn out. Your laptop will be open, the software will be open, you're trying to work, but your quality and your productivity just tanks. And no matter what you do, you cannot produce your best work. And so it's important to know that your body keeps score. So you need to implement self-care as a part of your routine as a freelancer. So in real estate, real quick, a boundary is a property line that marks the personal property of an individual from the property of anyone else. Now in your life as a freelancer, a boundary is a line, a line that marks the yes side of your life and the no side of your life. And so you as a freelancer have got to have boundaries. Whenever you draw the line, you give yourself the option to choose yes or no, because when you say yes to one thing, you are saying no to something else. So it's important for us to implement these boundaries. Many times we find ourselves chasing after the next gig, unwilling to say no, even when we're swamped and our schedules are overwhelmed, is because a lot of times we find that our values are tied to what we do. But I want to remind you that you are not a human doing you are a human being. Don't let your yeses come from a place of inadequacy or don't let your worth be tied to your work. You are not a human doing. You are a human being. So give yourself some space to just be. Give yourself time to stretch and exercise. I know the struggle's real sometimes, though, as a freelancer, because Sally Mae or the student loans are breathing their hot breath on your neck. And, and you need to accept all the gigs because you got to pay your bills and you got you want to buy a house and you have all these goals and you want to be where the money resides, where the money resides. But I want to remind you that time is the only non-replenishable asset. You can make money, you can lose money, but your time is non-replenishable. And so it's important for you to schedule time for your personal self-care because not only is time non-replenishable, but you 
are irreplaceable. The reality is that there will always be another audio file to edit or produce. There will always be another project to work on. There will always be another contract to consider, but there will never, ever be another you. So please schedule time to take care of you. When you draw these lines, these boundary lines, you let the world know that when you book me, you're getting the best of me. So the marathon of life, folks, requires breaks and rest stops. And it's time for us as freelancers to embrace and implement this reality. And regardless of your role and your projects, your legacy will be heard. So draw the line, set boundaries, because after all, your legacy is not on the line. Your life is, because at the end of the day, self-care is not selfish. Self-care is essential. You are a human being, not a human doing. You are a human being, not a human doing. Let that sink in for a minute. Anyway, the Pop People team is still talking about that line because it's so important to remember. You can only do so much and you need to set those boundaries so that when someone works with you, they know they're getting the best of you. In the words of our own Isabel Genius, Justin took us to church. Thank you so much, Justin Pierre, for everything that you shared with us. That sums it up. From understanding your responsibilities and your worth to learning your superpower and using that information to protect yourself both in life and in contracts, Matt, Sam, Justin have given you the tools to draw those lines and protect your time, energy, and resources. So please, for you, for us, and for everyone in your life, get busy drawing those lines. On next week's episode of Pod People's Podcast for people who make podcasts, Rachel King, our CEO, and Ann Fuse, our head of business development, teach us all how to keep the client after you've landed them. It's always best to be super over communicative, making a really thorough production schedule, having really clear deadlines and dates set from the start. And again, back to my favorite point, have it all in writing. The Pod People team is Rachel King, Ann Fuse, Matt Sav, me, Tyler Green, Andrea Perez, Ashton Carter, Isabel Genius, Alexa Brooks Major, Danielle Roth, Sammy Reed, Stephanie Bashara, Devin Wilson, Priscilla Verlin, Madison Lusby, Brian Rivers, and Erica Wong. This podcast is edited by Katie Clarkson and mixed and engineered by Erica Wong. All links mentioned in this episode are, of course, listed in the show notes. We'd love it if you give Pod People a follow, a like, a retweet, or a comment on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Show us the love. And again, if you haven't already, be sure to join the Pod People community so you can get all of this goodness by going to podpeople.com slash join. But really, why haven't you done it yet? Go do it. It's so fun. It's a great survey. Seriously, people tell us it's like the best survey they've filled out about jobs. No joke. And lastly, we are here for you. So please send us an email at hello at podpeople.com. And remember, you're a human being not a human doing. I have to say my children named our new dog after a character from Matt's podcast. True story. That is how much they loved it. I mean, the dog made it all worth it, Sam. So thank you very much.